0: Go to HealthQuestRadio.com. Top of the morning, officer. Is there something I can help you with? What the hell are you driving here? We had a small fire last night, but we caught it in the nick of time. (laughs) You have any idea how fast you were going? Funnily enough, I was just talking to my friend about that. Our speedometer's melted, and as a result, it's very hard to say with any degree of accuracy exactly uh, how fast we were going. 78 miles an hour. 78, huh? Well, yeah, I could buy that, sure, I guess, uh, you know, uh, you would know better than us, uh, especially since we got a melted speedometer. Do you feel this vehicle is safe for highway travel? Yes, I do. Yes, I really do. I, I, I believe that. I know it's not pretty to look at, but it'll get you where you want to go. Now, you got no outside mirror? No, we lost that. You have no functioning gauges? No, not a one. However, the radio still works funny as that may seem with all this mess that the radio is the only thing that's really working good and it's as clear as a bell don't ask me how it's health <laughs> quest radio it's dr david kolbaba on am 560 the answer Everybody. Oh, yeah, it's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne wheels up. Host: Dr. David Koulava. Hey, Dr. You How you doing? doing? <laughs> Thomas. Hey, hey, what? How you doing? Well, good. Okay. Good. Welcome to another edition of Health Quest, everyone. chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show. Last week, we well, we went to the dark side. Uh, this week, going dark part two actually we're coming out of the tunnel today last week a reframe for you is well we were thinking that the uh, world population uh, at least represented by our country the United States of America represents uh, less than five percent of the world's population yet we uh, use over 85 percent of the world's medication now one would think it must be recreational but it isn't we're talking prescriptive medication now I'm thinking on the other hand you've got 95 percent of the world's population um, with leftovers. Nobody likes leftovers, do they? Well, we're using 85% of the world's supply of medication and drugs, yet 95% of the world's population, well, they're, 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 they're partaking of the leftover medication, the 15% leftover, right? And now when you think about it with us having all the drugs and stuff, one would think that we uh, lead the world in health, that we lead the world in longevity, that we lead the world in the reduction of disease, right, with research. By by the way, when I was younger, and as those of you who have decades on your life, as I do, you know, I remember the promise to have a cure for cancer soon. I remember all the commercials on TV and all the research projects done and the charity events and other people of, of all colors wearing different colors on their uniforms, representative of the research and the development of um, cures uh, for different maladies and sicknesses that we have. In this world, yet I haven't seen much of it. I haven't seen much of it, not to complain, but a lot of money thrown aside for uh, not a cure, and yet we have ourselves dependent on medications and drugs to the tune of 85% of the world's uh, supply, and yet you've got 95% of the world's population with the leftovers of only 15%, and they have the longevity on us. They have the healthiness on us. They do not. Well, all, all right. Last week I did mention we, we did a place first in one event when it comes to world health. And that is that the United States still, uh, still comes in first place when it comes to our babies dying for no good reason. The sudden infant uh, mortality, uh, we still uh, remain first place and uh, um, uh, sudden infant uh, uh, mortality is uh, still unexplained. And and that really bothers me because I'm thinking if the world only has 15% of the leftover drugs and medications, and yet they appear to be healthy in so many aspects of their living day to day, and think, taking in consideration all that they do when it comes to other remedies and surgical procedures or non-surgical procedures, what in the heck are they doing that we're not doing here? that puts them ahead of us with us being all medicated up. Now, I'm sure when you think about it, that four out of 10 people in this country, some people say six out of 10 people in this country, are on some form of medication, and that really gets me. And then you add the caffeine people, you know, the, the one and donors, you get, that little, you get the little cup of coffee in the morning because you couldn't start your day without it. And then you got the sugarholics, you got the alcoholics, you've got the gambling. If, I mean, you think about it, and you're going head on passing somebody by on the highway and and you're wondering if they're drunk, hoping they're not under the influence of alcohol. It's only 10 in the morning, and how could that be? Because most people drink at night. But yet, if you look at who in the heck in our country is not under the influence of something, you can take something as inane as no dose, and you're going to get symptoms. You can take something as simple as contact cold medication, and you will get drowsy. What is it? With us in this country that we're so much into avoiding the reality, avoiding change, avoiding true learning. And so we're going to talk about that as we come out of the tunnel. And you know what? As I did think about it, most of us, well, we, we, we fall to the coaching, if you will, to someone who's worth respecting, right? And think about our nation's doctors. And as we've touch base, and I'll just keep on going on this when we think that 45% of doctors out there, they complain of being depressed or burned out. And psychiatrists say that if you're burned out, 100% of people who are burned out have to be depressed. So if you've got depressed doctors, 45% of them, who knows how many of them didn't want to report. So you can have up to 50 60%, 6 out of 10 doctors treating patients today, rendering decisions and working on, on their bodies surgically and administering drugs to them. And you wonder why we have an opiate crisis. Why? I question, I question the people that we place ahead of us, above us. Of course, we've been dumbed down as people, you know, as patients. You've never been given the time of day. Heck, your doctor doesn't have any more time. Stressed as he or she is, The profession that leads the suicide, well, that's kind of interesting if you think about it. The profession in this country that leads the suicide rate happens to be your doctor. Physicians in the state kill themselves at a higher rate than any other profession in this country. Um, I told a patient's story last week who refused, quietly and politely refused, to take a drug that the doctor was writing a script for as this person sat in the office when the doctor was spending the, uh, the, the all but two but three minutes with the patient. And the patient said, well, is there another alternative I can take other than this drug? Because I've heard this drug has side effects. And isn't there any other drug it could take? Or maybe is there a way we, we could help me so that I would not have to take this medication? And the doctor folded up the paperwork and stormed out of the room. And the patient patient didn't know what to do, just sitting there. while well, then later on, some nurse or assistant came in and ushered them out of the office. And I'm sure if it had been that you resisted the call of taking a prescriptive medication and more and more people are, are understanding and perceiving the danger behind these things. And I'm thinking, well... What would happen if we got a person on the road to healthiness instead of drugged up people? You wonder, altered, under the influence, why is it that there's so many crazy people in our country today? And why is it that we see such crazy behavior in our country? I'll tell you what, I think twice before I turn on the radio and tune into the news, why? Because it can get pretty scary out there. And the mind, we have to do mentally when we hear the news— We have to do something with what we hear. We have to take responsibility with what we hear. And when we are saturated by the commercials on TV to how to take a drug, when to take a drug, why to take a drug, ask your doctor. Where we have to beg our doctors who are one and the same with the drug companies who are willing and able because they're not getting paid for their time anymore. So guess what? If your doctor's not being reimbursed for his or her time, guess what they have to do? They go to the drug. And the pharmaceutical companies know this. The procedures of surgery right now, yeah, they're streamlining them, but the cost of surgery and a hospital stay can cost you more than money when you think about infections like MRSA and other infections that that kill thousands and thousands and thousands of people every year, with over 200,000 people dying of doctor-induced death. That means when people listen to their doctors, they die. These are people that are related to you and me, and the ones that don't die are on opiates. They're on these hallucinogens. They have all kinds of, uh, of side effects due to these properly prescribed drugs that are driving this country crave, just totally craves crazy. And yet, those in the world who are left with only 15% of the drugs, what are they doing? It seems like they're, do- you know, I'm going to have to go and visit some other countries and try to figure out what they're doing there, because whatever we're doing here, perhaps what we need to do is turn in the opposite direction. So today, we're coming out of the tunnel. And I'm gonna answer some questions that I've got from some of our, our our listeners. Like, like if I'm on a statin, can you help me free myself from the statin? Can you reverse diabetes? Do you have a weight loss program? All this and more on today's show, Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show with me, Dr. David Kobaba. You know, I was I was just thinking. What happens if there was a way we could extend your life and bring out the genetic inheritance in you that would, that would cause you to live longer and maybe more healthy as well? And maybe if you could learn some things about your health, then you could teach others who you know and love. Would that be something? Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> That's something that I want us to think about today as we tra- tra- you know, travel through today's show. You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Dr. David Kolbaba, it's no mistake that you've tuned into our HealthQuest radio show today. It is that spark of truth, hope, and high energy that you're feeling deep inside. Only this time, it won't go away. That's good. Please don't give up on yourself ever. I don't care how long you've suffered from what challenges you the most, and I don't care what your doctors are telling you either. You know, doctors of every specialty are frequently making tragic mistakes and misdiagnosing patients' conditions every day. And if the diagnosis is wrong, well, then how can a person receive proper Care and attention. Doesn't that make sense? It sure does for me. Our HealthQuest offices are filled with people just like you, so don't let yourself down this time. Ask for help by calling our HealthQuest radio hotline at 1 800 794 1855. As always, you can email me at dr. David, Dr. David, that's dr. David at healthquestradio.com. But for now, just call our HealthQuest radio hotline and let us help you get to better health and longevity at 1 800 794 1855. It's no mistake that you're listening to our show today. Please call our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Make this one phone call one of the most important phone calls you'll ever make. For your sake, 800 794 When I was very young, my mother often said I was a bashful kid, my face was always red I was afraid of girls, but now you see at all, there's been a change in me Then at the age of 12, I went to my first dance We played some kissing games, and then I got the chance To learn about how nice a kiss can be You know, there was a change in me It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. All right, so change. Mm, that's a word to think about today as we come out of the tunnel. You see, because you could look at the trajectory of one thing and see where it's going to go. And you can see in our lives where we're heading to. You think? I mean, there are some people in our lives that we are excited about. You know who I'm talking about? Everybody's got somebody in their family who you're excited about. You know that. Whenever you think about them, you tend to think about them with an excitement in your in your thoughts for them. Almost like you're wondering where they're going next. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like yeah. they're going here, they're going there, they're doing this, they're accomplishing that. And, and then there there's there's there're there other people in our lives and I and I would love to think that most of the people in our lives we are excited about. But then there's another choice for us to make mentally when we think about people we know and we love. And those are people that we have a fear for, that we have an anxiety about, because they keep stumbling into this and stumbling into that. They had their first, you know, when anybody says, well, my first heart attack, what do you think that means? It means they probably had a second and maybe a third. And those are people who, in some Cases, maybe most, are knuckleheads. These are people who may have made decisions in mass quantities that were wrong. You know, they made poor choices in mass quantities, and that's what got them there. They stumble around, maybe they can't hold a job. One thing lands on them after another with excuses right there next to the problem. And you wonder, why can't they get their act together? And those are people that we fear for. And some of the people that we fear for are the people that we love the most. And that adds a tremendous amount of stress on us, doesn't it? Because you're thinking, when you think of them, actually, you you, 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 kind of go dark. And you start to feel your heart rate going up when you think about somebody who you know who may be destroying their lives in little pieces at a time. And you can see the trajectory. They keep making one mistake after another. And it's kind of like somebody in your family, they're on their first drug. And it's not marijuana. It's not cocaine. It isn't methadone. It's not heroin. It's not crack. It is a drug. It's a prescriptive medication that was given to them. You know, Uncle Harry's on a statin. You know, they put your father on a high blood pressure medication. You know, your mother's on a diuretic. You know, your brother, he's been on antidepressants for many years now. You know that, right? Yeah. Back back when I was a kid, they gave me Ritalin because I had the ADD. And then when we think about some of these drugs and how they cause psychosis, like what happened some years ago when some of our soldiers were killed, but not in battle, that they were killed by a fellow soldier who became psychotic under the pressure of being in war and nowhere near the war front. One night went crazy and killed his compatriots. And he was a soldier who was on Ridland since a child. You see, the armed services know all about Ridland and some of these other drugs, and they know that when you take Ritalin in any quantity for any length of time, blah, 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 ADD, throw the kids on it, right? We want them to have a better attention during the classroom. We wouldn't want to attend to their problem. We're just going to drug them. And that seems to be very humane because it makes the job easier for mom and dad who don't want to admit that their lives are in chaos, and I just wish, wish my damn kids would behave so I could do my own thing. So let's put the kids on Ritalin. And when Ritalin gets metabolized, yep, some of this, it's shunted out of the body, but some Ritalin gets stored in the body. And under stress, perhaps in wartime with the soldier, they say, he metabolized the Ritalin that was in storage and became psychotic and killed his own partners, his own compatriots. And the psychosis is not just with Ritalin, it's with many drugs. There are many side effects that the, that the pharmaceuticals and even your doctor would not want you to know. And if they were to tell you, and they have to on some of the commercials as you watch on TV, you might get a sense that, well, why What if I'm a ble- ble- bleeding out my butt and I could get a sudden heart stoppage and might kill my, my wife, why would I want to take that, uh, that, that dermatology drug that will make my skin not itch so much? And see nobody around you. Think about what the trajectory of our country is. And I don't want to get us discouraged, but I see a lot of things going downhill. And I think for some of us, we got to grab, we got to grab the reins for our own life. And we, and, and it's, you know, think, think about this. How many? What, what, now the trend. I don't know if you know this. When you go to the doctor, you're really not going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You're really going to the doctor's assistant. You go to the doctor's office, mm-hmm. but he or she ain't there. You you end up have somebody slides into their seat in in the form of a doctor's assistant. And they do all the work that the doctor used to do. Why? Because the doctor's not getting paid as lucratively as they were before. And they know their days are numbered in one way or another. Now with us using drugs instead of surgery, the skilled thoughts and interpretation of a doctor are are no longer needed. So what they do is they half train the physician's assistant and i know they've got degrees and they're being certified and we're trying to make a big deal out of them because that is the the new wave we're no longer going to be seeing the doctors in question the doctors who are taking the responsibility for the overdosing of people in this country or the deaths that occur because we're putting other people in their place and what now we're we're creating metricses or or we are ta- or formulas for saying if you have this we're going to do that If you have this, we're going to do that. And by the way, if you have this and you're 90 years old, we can't do that. We can't do that surgery because you are too old. And you see, my question, I was asking this of a patient the other day who was getting antsy on me during one of his consultations, and uh, we do health coaching, and we were talking about all the wonderful things that happened to him from the beginning. I'd like to re- remind people of where they were and where they are in the present day because when their blood pressure is going down and their diseases go away and they're losing weight and all kinds of things are happening, and I'm talking to the person trying to encourage them up as they – Kind of sort of over time take their newfound health for granted. I said, what would you rather be doing? Sitting in a doctor's office like this where we're sitting watching birds at a feeder, half in the woods. And you know our, our location, Tomas, yeah. isn't it just beautiful? It looks really nice. Yeah, we got we have all kinds of animals in the area. You do kind of sit there. and what, what Yeah, and it doesn't even look like a doctor's office. And we're sitting here talking about you and how how you're benefiting from this type of care and how you're getting on with your life and, and reinstating things you used to do and getting, getting reacquainted with your family that, that, that you, you let drift when you became a workaholic or preoccupied by by your sickness and disease. And instead, what happened now, we're sitting in an office talking about the the advances and talking about how you're improving in your health. Would you rather this? Would you rather be sitting in a sterile office five stories up in a block building that you could hardly find a parking space to, not being talked to by your doctor, but by a doctor's assistant who's telling you that that they believe that more tests are going to be needed because they think your tumor is larger? And I I reflected on that with this patient and said, do you realize what you have going for yourself now? A year ago, you were heading down. A year now has passed, and you are a year older, and you are healthier now. You are older than you've ever been, and you're now without your high blood pressure. You're now even without your high blood pressure medication. And to say that to people on an ongoing basis, to give them hope and promise that the heredity that they have stored in the back drift is a strong heredity. It's not a weak hereditary chain. Yet most of us get motivated not only by symptoms, but by a heredity that we're scared to death of. Yet my mom had high blood pressure. My dad was this. My this was that. And so I'm going to live now with the thought that I'm going to get whatever is into my upline. And yet research is showing us that, guess what? You don't have to live with the dark side of your heredity if you do the right things. And then in the Bible, it says to be renewed, to have the renewing of your mind, but some of us do not know how to do it. Today, we're gonna encourage you towards that process if you stay with us, okay? Okay. HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. When it comes to probiotics, let's separate the facts from fiction. Fact, only a handful of probiotic strains have ever been clinically shown to support human health. Fact, you're probably wasting your hard-earned money on that popular probiotic that just isn't up to par. Fact. The two most beneficial strains are the NCFM and the BI07 strains. And with over 200 research studies published, a special blend of these two probiotic strains are found in every bottle of our Restore and Renew, R&R for, for short. Clinical studies have shown the many established health benefits of taking RNR, which include vital support of our gastrointestinal tract and our immune system. RNR is backed by Metagenics ID guarantee for purity, clinical reliability and predicted safety, making RNR your smart choice in probiotic supplementation. So, let's well, so get your bottle of RNR by calling our HealthQuest radio hotline 800-794-1855 800-794-1855. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure or prevent any disease. Hi, this is Dr. David Kolbaba. Glad you're here with us today. HealthQuest Radio is Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science program. I've been an integrated healthcare care practitioner for over 33 years now. And if you've been wondering what it's like to be a patient in our HealthQuest offices, well, take a look at our website. Go to healthquestradio.com under Testimonials and Tales of Wonder right on the homepage where you'll find many encouraging stories of success straight from our patient's mouth. Would you like to be done with those migraine headaches? get your insulin under control, feel more energetic, maybe having better sex, get that libido in gear again, discover why you eat for every emotion, and then get it under control. On medication and want to be off of it, whatever health challenges you the most, you can schedule your new patient consult with me just by calling our HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. We'll be back with more HealthQuest right after this. Go to HealthQuestRadio.com. I've learned to think without arguing with myself. I'm just following my instincts. I just run with it. Hmm. Let's do it. You know, I was thinking... When all of us were younger, and we've got a lot of young listeners as well here, those of you who are raising children, you'll listen to the same news the rest of us do. And you're wondering what to do, too. I remember when I was a bit younger, I didn't worry as much about my personal health as I should have. Because there is that, uh, the adage, the uh, oil and the squeaky wheel... (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't take much uh, common sense to respond to the squeaky wheel, the loudest kid in the, in the class, the weakest link. And all of us, if you think that, how we appraise our body, I'm sure that there's one element of your body that you're really confident about. I'm not sure that you should be, but you are. It's perhaps one of the strongest aspects of your body. So you might say, I've got a strong heart. I've got big muscles. I've got a strong constitution. My eyesight is really good. I know my mom, right up to her death, had great hearing. And many of us know of those strengths. But we also know, too, of our weaknesses and vulnerabilities, right? I got the bear coast veins. You know, I've always had high blood pressure. You know, I've always had this. I would tend towards constipation. But as I mentioned before the break, many of us have had this uh, perpetuated kind of thought that's been put on us by, by our family, uh, by our doctors, by some of the media, those of us who make the mistake of Googling our symptoms. Do not Google your symptoms. That's right, but we do. And think about this, with most people going to the dark side or the depressive side soon after they sign off Facebook and other social media sites, it's known that after you look at what other people have posted there and you refer to your own life and reflect on it, that most people feel worse about their life soon after breaking off the site rather than going on it. So one would say, well, should you go on social sites if it makes you feel worse? Should you Google your symptoms, even though the Googling of your symptoms... I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. Do not Google your symptoms. The Googling your symptoms might make your outlook on life worse. So we've got to take responsibility, I think, to kind of get ourselves the facts. And... I was talking to a patient, and if he's listening now, I'll, I'll keep your name uh, anonymous, of course. That He was mentioning um, why he thought he had gained weight over this last week. And he said, well, here's, here's what it was. I, my family comes from, you know, the depression realm, and I was taught to eat everything on my plate. There were starving kids in China and so on. And I saw that the potatoes were on sale, and so I bought the 10-pound bag. Now, I know I could have purchased one or two, which is all I really needed to eat for that time span, but, but then I would have had to pay more for each of the potatoes, so I didn't, so I bought a bag of potatoes, and then when I bought the bag of potatoes, then I felt compelled to eat the potatoes in the bag because I didn't want to waste the potatoes you know, w- w- you know that the, the, the would rot. So out of good conscience and on my, you know, my past experience in my family... I, I ate the potatoes, <laughs> and I think that's why I gained the weight. And I, I was thinking, okay, he taught himself a lesson. The frugality story, uh, 10 pounds of potatoes at, at a cheaper price versus eating the uh, buying the one or two at a higher price and living with less calories um, uh, eaten for the day. And, you know, the fact is I know that everyone says they want to learn but sometimes I think we, we really do not want to learn. Uh, in fact, I believe that true learning uh, brings changes. And some of us, for whatever reasons, we, we just don't want to change. And I think we whether we know we have a good reason that we do not want to change or we keep ourselves in the mist, in the fog, not really dealing or, with it or fessing up to why we really do not want to change. But there's several reasons. But, but I would say the older most of us get— um, the older we get uh, change is synonymous with with darkness. it's synonymous with bad news. it's synonymous with gloom and doom it, it 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 causes depression when when most of us at at certain ages think about things um and I think we need to reconstruct that and we're going to talk more about that as the as the show goes on. but with respect to this gentleman who was eating the ten pounds of potatoes versus the one or two that he'd pay for it at a higher price i've got more to tell you as we do a follow-up on that uh on that story so can we reverse diabetes and what about this weight loss program that i have do we have one that's the question from one of our listeners and uh, go to healthquestradio.com it's a great source for information for you it really is You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health, news, and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Let me tell you about today's HealthQuest Radio Special. You might want to jump on this opportunity. We've reserved a couple of time slots in our appointment book that we're holding open for a couple of our HealthQuest Radio listeners. This might be perfect timing for you to finally come in for your new patient consultation with me. Another reason why today's HealthQuest Special is so very special, reserve your appointment today and you pay for half and we'll pay the other half. That's right, you pay for one half the cost of your new patient strategy consultation and I'll pay the other half. Oh, and if we decide to work together and you become a new patient in our offices, then we'll pay for the whole thing. That's right. If you become a new patient, you'll pay absolutely nothing for your personal strategy consultation. But you got to call our HealthQuest radio hotline right now to make that appointment today. Call 800-794-1855. Please make that phone call right now. 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Stay right here. More coming right up. You are ready to be taught the new way. You know, I uh, I use a, a line here at HealthQuest that kind of comes naturally for me. And it is, uh, make your life an adventure in health, not in sickness or disease. One of the greatest joys I have is when people uh, reunite with us. People, uh, patients in our past who moved away or for whatever reason drifted, and then we hear from them. It's great when they, when they reinstate their sense of self, their idea that, that they can uh, you know, come back to the fold and, and restore their health. And maybe you've never done that. Maybe your health has been drifting over the years, as I see it with most people. And you know that one drug leads to another. We think about gateway drugs when we think about recreational illicit drugs. But you know something? The average prescriptive medication, even the safest one on the market, is a gateway drug. Once the gate opens... And one drug is administered to you. Another one follows. And another one follows. I don't really think that most of us have a backlog of loved ones who started on a drug, started on two, three, four, five drugs, and then all of a sudden it went down to four. And then it went down to three. And then it went down to two. And so on. I don't think think that that's happened in your experience, has it? Yet we are treating a 95-year-old woman who is really blessed and loved by us, 95 years old and not on one medication. And you're 44 years old and you're on three. You're 28 years old and you're on two. Can we reverse diabetes? Question came to me this week. The answer is yes. Can you be cured of diabetes? The answer is yes. I could give you the stats and coerce you with fancy dance stories, like one woman close to 70, 30 years diabetes, high sugar values, an immense amount of insulin taking. Six months later, she's 75 pounds less in weight. Her doctor takes her off insulin, and she's on her way. Most of us are used to responding to coercive thoughts, coercive commercials and advertisements where we have a side of us who's used to hearing from that frame of mind. So we're compelled to make a decision um, somewhat irrationally, but induced or seduced by some compelling reason why we need to buy that product or why we need to get that service. And here at HealthQuest, what I don't like, I don't like to be sold to. Personally, professionally, I don't like to be sold to. I want to know the truth. I love to be coached. As a matter of fact, what I am to our patients is what I love to find in other people, and that is, if I do the shopping, I can tell you what processor to get, what distiller to get, what air purifier you should get, because I've shopped those out. And what I love when I go to other people for help, I love for them to do the work for me because they've already done it. Why should should I search in vain for something when I can trust and come into a relationship with somebody who I trust who can tell me what I might want to do rather than waste my time shopping around making all kinds of mistakes as people do not only in the real world but also in the medicine world where people are, are experimenting with drugs. And I don't mean you are as a patient, I mean your doctor is because he'll give you a drug and it creates a lot of problems for you and then he puts you on another drug. You see, the strategy of people that you see in the medical community, you understand this. Let's get real here. Their strategy is to not get you off that damn drug. Their strategy is not to get you off that damn drug. The idea is for your need for drugs and prescriptive medications, your need to escalate. Do you understand that? Is there money to be made in medicine? Yes. Immensities of money. And we can fall victim to that because we haven't been educated otherwise. We said at the outset of our show that America uses 85% of the world's supply of medication and 95% of the world's population is left with 15 15% of the of the world's supply of drugs and yet they're getting on with their life they're getting longer lives they have healthier lives than we do and we wonder why so there have to be safe alternatives to medication you think there has to be safe alternatives to surgeries you think there has to be safe alternatives to hospital stays you think with 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 thousands and thousands of people dying every year in hospitals due to infections that are only found in hospitals. So you have to find somebody you can trust. And I take on that responsibility very seriously as if you were my relative, that you were my sister, you were my wife, you were my brother, you were my father. That's the way we do things at HealthQuest here. We don't have enough room to treat all the people we want to treat and that goes without saying but we do have room for some who really want to make it work who have more than a hope that they could restore their health in in many more practical ways that go beyond drugs and surgery you think and if that possibility rests with you I'd like for you to take us up on it and try to get yourself confident enough to make that call 800-794-1855 that's 800-794-1855 that's our health quest radio hotline please do it today would you stay right here you're listening to chicagoland's longest running health news and science show with your host dr david kolbaba let's do it Hi, this is Dr. David Kolbaba. Glad you're here with us today. HealthQuest Radio is Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science program. I've been an integrated healthcare care practitioner for over 33 years now. And if you've been wondering what it's like to be a patient in our HealthQuest offices, well, take a look at our website. Go to HealthQuestRadio.com under Testimonials and Tales of Wonder right on the homepage where you'll find many encouraging stories of success straight from our patient's mouth. Would you like to be done with those migraine headaches? get your insulin under control, feel more energetic, maybe having better sex, get that libido in gear again, discover why you eat for every emotion, and then get it under control. On medication and want to be off of it, whatever health challenges you the most, you can schedule your new patient consult with me just by calling our HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. We'll be back with more HealthQuest right after this. Go to Uh healthquestradio.com. You know, I uh, reflect a lot as a uh, doctor in practice when I'm with patients individually. I think about what it was like for me as a patient. And I was very disenchanted by by the treatment. And as I, from time to time, end up in various doctor's offices for different things through the years as well, I continue that same disenchantment and discouragement. As I feel most times when I go in for treatment one way or another, I, I, I don't tell people who I am, and I just, I'm there kind of anonymously playing dumb, I'm wondering what it must be like to be a regular person who has an average knowledge of the body given to them, perhaps by their history past with, with their doctor, and so... And I. I know that suicide rate being the highest in the profession of, of physicians, there's a reason for that. There are a reason why so many doctors are burned out and depressed, and they're making altered decisions in error, proficiency. And we, the patients, inherit the byproducts of those mistakes. Life-ending surgeries toxic shock related to drugs, unnecessary surgeries, unwarranted by a doctor that misjudged. With most of us ignorant and being led by the thought that our heredity is going to kill us. I want you to uh, prayerfully think about what it's going to be like for you in the coming years. Because I believe... uh, when I treat our patients, I, I pray for my patients. It's, it's something that uh, uh, probably is, is not common fare. Reading an article recently, the, basically the, under the auspices of Dr. Lam came to the consensus that it's not right to touch your patients. You can't hug your patients. You can't pray for your patients. You can't, can't even talk to your patients, but you can administer drugs to them. You can render surgeries to them as long as you're reimbursed for it as a doctor kind of sad, bleak future for doctors. Which basically means for us patients who are unknowing, we have the same bleak future. Unless we started holding to a promise that means more to us than just a long life without sickness. But we have to start there, don't we? With maybe taking better care of ourselves and that's what HealthQuest is all about. You know, there's a, a... there's a Bible verse that talks about change, not conforming to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's in Romans, the 12th chapter, where God can, can renew our minds. He can, he can restore our hope, but hope by itself is not a strategy. So the hope is good, but we can help give you the strategy. And that's what my hope is for you today, is that you could make that that call today 800-794-1855 and somehow find find your way in an office like ours where 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 we do use prayer and touch and we do use nutrition and we use wisdom and we use common sense and and, and we and we use your intelligence and, and 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 guide you by giving you the information that we're gaining about new science breakthroughs and and how to get the most out of your heredity and how to reverse these diseases and, and lose weight and get your blood pressure down without medication. It's, a, it's, it's not hope. By itself, it's not a strategy. But call this number, okay? 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week. Next week. Bye-bye.